0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings uh, that uh, large uh, should uh, not run as fast as Makai Becton did. Still good, and he's in for the touchdown! Hill he'll immediately when he'll he really go got the handoff. You know and it. <laughs> the QA. Oh my
3: gosh! Listen, thank you.
1: From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet, my name is Scott Mason, you can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1, and breaking news, the New York Jets 2021 schedule is out, so to talk about that, welcome in the queen of the Play Like a Jet universe, the queen bee, (laughs) Miss Kayla Pace. Kayla, thanks for jumping on.
3: Oh, thanks for having me, Scott, always a pleasure.
1: Always a pleasure if it's good news, and today I guess... It was good news because we got the schedule, but there are a couple of different games that are placed in odd spots that are going to put some pressure on the Jets, and we'll start with the big one, week one against Carolina. This is on the road, and they're taking on Sam Darnold. I think they should probably win this game, especially since if anybody would know Sam Darnold's weaknesses (laughs) by now, it would be the Jets. But at the same time, if they don't win this game and Darnold plays really well... We're going to have to listen to this nonsense for weeks on end, maybe months on end, especially if this is the breakout game for Darnold and he actually has a really good year in Carolina. I think the Jets will win this one relatively closely, so I'll give them a 1-0. They'll start the season that way. In fact, it's funny because I looked this up earlier, and the Jets have had only three quarterbacks that have started the first year game one. So those three quarterbacks were Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, and Sam Darnold. Joe Namath started game number two in his rookie year. And people were talking about other players, but typically the Jets haven't had guys start a quarterback year number one anyway. Those three guys all started week one of their rookie year. All three of them got a victory. Geno Smith was the closest one. That one was an 18 17 win. There was a dubious penalty call at the end of the game, a late hit on Levante David that led to a last-second field goal, and the Jets got the win over Tampa. The other two games were road games. Mark Sanchez played very well in his debut against the Houston Texans, and Sam Darnold started off with a pick-six and then did really well against the Detroit Lions on the road there. So I'll give the Jets a win here. What do you think, Kayla?
3: So it's funny that you mentioned the the Sam Darnold pick-six in his first game because I just remember looking at Twitter and people being like, It's fine. Brett Favre threw an interception the first uh, pass of his career, and me thinking, like, this is absurd. Like, I I can't can't listen to this. Um, And we all saw how that turned out. So, uh, you know, I think that this game is obviously interesting for a lot of reasons. Besides Sam Darnold, I think Matt Rule should have been coaching the Jets a couple years ago. Obviously, still got Robbie Anderson there. And then Sam, I am bothered by the fact that this game is going to set the tone for this season, just because of the sole sake of, like you said, if Sam Darnold blows up and has a great game, it's going to be making fun of the Jets for weeks, months, the rest of the season, whatever it may be. Um, And I do think that this game would have more legitimacy and intrigue to it for me if it was played a little bit later in the season with both teams kind of like finding their footing and Zach Wilson getting used to his new offense and Sam Darnold getting used to his I think if we're going to have to accept the fact that no matter what the result of this game is, that they're going to use those comparisons and try to see who's better, then it might as well be a little bit more legit later on. I, just, I don't love it as an opener. Um, I want to say the Jets are going to win. I'm afraid that they will not. Um, I'm going to give this one to the Panthers uh, starting out. Not strong. I'm sorry about that. I wish I could say it's the Jets, but I just I don't see it happening.
1: So Kayla's got them at 0-1. I've got them at 1-0. and One thing that I think goes in the Jets' favor is that even though Zach Wilson will be making his first start, so there'll be some rookie jitters. There's not going to be any professional tape on him, so that might confuse Carolina a little bit. And that's why sometimes these rookie quarterbacks get off to good starts, if you recall. Mark Sanchez played really well the first few games and then sort of fell off a cliff in the middle of the season. And so we get to the next couple of games here on the stretch. We'll start with the Patriots, and then you've got the Broncos, and then the Titans The Jets have two home games out of three there. They're home to the Patriots. They're on the road against Denver, and then they're home against the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to say that they'll lose to the Patriots. This is an interesting one because it could go the other way. I don't know how good the Patriots are going to be, but Bill Belichick tends to be very good at planning against rookie quarterbacks. On the road against Denver, I know Teddy Bridgewater is not a world beater, but I think he's good enough. They've got some really good weapons, and they've got a really good defense too. So I think the Broncos will handle that one in Denver. And then the Jets will be back home against the Tennessee Titans, and I think they'll win this one because Tennessee's passing game has been completely torn apart. They lost Corey Davis to the Jets, Johnny Smith to the Patriots. They've got A.J. Brown, and that's pretty much it at this point. They'll have to make Ryan Tannehill beat them with A.J. Brown. This is one of those games where you stuff the box, you tell them that Henry's not going to be able to be the guy that day and you try and have them do it some other way. I don't think they'll be able to, so I'll give the Jets a one and two stretch here. I've got them at two and two after the first four games of the season.
3: Alright, so I'm going to say kind of the opposite of you. I think that Wilson struggles in week one against the Panthers. and week two, he kind of uh, has his his big game against beating the Patriots at home to kind of start out his Jets career at home. I think that'll be a, a good moment for him. I'm not particularly scared of the Patriots, which this is such a dumb thing for me to say when I'm being recorded. <laughs> but you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't think that they're going to be too much for the Jets to handle in the situation. Um, I also think the loss at Denver is probably what we're looking at. Uh, Denver with a More legit quarterback than Drew Locke, I think is going to be a very different team. And then I'm also going to agree with the with the win against the Titans. So I also have the Jets at two and two, just a different path to get there.
1: Should note that Bill Belichick has a great record against rookie quarterbacks. However, two of the rookie quarterbacks that have beaten Bill Belichick coach teams were Jets quarterbacks. One of them was Mark Sanchez, and the other was Geno Smith. Both of those occurred at home, so it makes sense that if the Jets were going to beat the Patriots, it would be that game at home in week number two. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Then the Jets go away to London to take on the Falcons. The coach who, by all accounts, was the Jets' second choice other than Robert Sala, and that is Arthur Smith, the former offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. The Jets then go on the road to take on the Patriots again. So they get the Patriots twice early on. The Bengals at home, and then they go on the road to take on the Indianapolis Colts. So I want to say they lose the game in London. I just think that it's going to be very difficult for the Jets, who don't have much in the secondary, to handle Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I think Matt Ryan will have enough to be productive this season. I don't think they're going to beat the Patriots on the road. If they're going to beat them at all, it would happen at home. So I'm going to give them an 0 2 in that stretch. And then I also think that they're going to lose to the Bengals and Colts. I think this is going to be a rough stretch here. The Bengals on paper are not that great, but Joe Burrow, if he's healthy with Jamar Chase, you factor in that the Jets are going to lose at least one of these home games where they're favored, and I would expect them to be modest favorites in this game. So I think the Bengals will come out on top there. And the Colts, I just don't like their chances on the road there. This obviously could go the other way If Carson Wentz continues to play like a disaster The way he did with the Philadelphia Eagles But the Colts defense Has been revamped a little bit I like what they've got on the offensive line So it'll help protect Wentz And I just think that when the Colts are at home They'll be able to handle the New York Jets So I've got them at 0-4 in that stretch So at this point in the season I would have them at 2-6 Um. Alright,
3: I'm going to jump in Then to the Falcons I think that uh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a not good game for either team. Um, I mean the Falcons offense always looks like it's going to be scary and then it they just end up being pretty average um, not maybe not numbers wise but results wise. So I I want to say the Jets lots of friends down in Atlanta and I don't want to give them any uh I, w- I just want to tr- talk trash honestly, but um, I think this will probably be the Falcons. I think they're just a little bit more stacked on the offense. And like you said, I don't know if our secondary can keep up Uh loss at the Patriots. I don't think that we, we sweep them this year. Um I'm going to give the jets a win against the Bengals. I totally get why you chose a loss because that's the exact kind of trap game that they would lose at home. Um But I'm hoping that the attitude and the, the mentality is different this season. So we're beating the Bengals. I think our defensive line against their offensive line should should do the job, but we'll see. Um, and then, yeah, with the Colts, I'm going to give it to the Colts. I think Carson Wentz um, is going to have a bounce back here. I don't think that his near MVP season was a fluke or a fraud or anything. I think that he's got it. So um hopefully... I guess hopefully the Jets win, but I do think we do want to see Wentz bounce back in Indy. So I think they get that win. And um I don't know. I guess what does that what does that bring us to? Two and two. Um yeah, so I guess that brings us to three and five for me.
1: So you have them at three and five. I have them at two and six. We should also note, by the way, that the only primetime game of the season occurs in this stretch when they go on the road to take on the Colts. On Thursday Night Football And against the Bengals That's a Halloween game We also said that the Falcons game Is a 9.30 a.m. start And that is in London So that'll be interesting Breakfast with football will feel like we're honorary West Coast people For that particular day
0: (laughs) With lucky landslots You can get lucky just about anywhere
2: Dearly beloved We are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the
0: bride and groom?
2: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See your website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing chumba casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGL report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Play like a jet. Play like a jet.
1: Now we get to the second half of the schedule and the Bills take on the Jets at home. I just think that the Bills are too strong of a team for the Jets. Even if the Jets are at home, I see them winning that one. The Dolphins and the Jets, I think the Dolphins are going to split with the Jets here. I'm not 100% sold on Tua Tagovailoa, and I do think that the Jets should be able to get the victory at home. I think the Dolphins are going to be a little bit more improved from last year. But as I said, Tagovailoa is somebody that I have questions about, and if they can devise ways to get to him at home, I think they can probably do enough to edge them out. The Jets and the Texans, I think the Texans are almost certainly going to be the worst team in football because Deshaun Watson's probably not playing for them one way or another, regardless of what happens with these accusations. He seems pretty dug in on never playing for the Texans again. And if that's the case, you're looking at Tyrod Taylor and Tyrod really is a guy that you want on your bench. If he's starting, it's not great. Their roster is Really, really bad overall, so I think the Jets should have an easy time there Even though it's on the road, I think they'll beat the Eagles at home The Eagles, another disastrous team, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts at all They did a couple of nice things in the draft, but nothing that's going to make me think That they're going to be anything more than an also-ran this season I think they're going to have a losing record And so in that stretch, I think the Jets are actually going to do very well I have them going 3-1 and one there to bring them back up to five and seven by this point of the season
3: all right so i agree with you on that loss to the bills i i don't see the jets beating the bills this season it's a little a little much for them in the state that they're in um i think that the home dolphins game is the one where they lose the the home game that they should win um i'm gonna i'm gonna have them losing there um, I agree with you on the loss to the Texans. I mean, Texans and Eagles, like you said, are, are I think are two of the worst teams in the league. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give them uh, wins there. Um, so so two and two through that stretch. Uh, the Eagles, I think we see like what one Devonte Smith touchdown if Jalen Hurts can throw it to him, mm-hmm. and that that's about all they'll score in that game. Um, maybe a good stretch for the Jets to kind of to kind of build and have some some games where some players blow up and make some big plays. Um, so yeah, so two and two Gosh, it's it's late uh, The math is getting to me right now <laughs> Five and Five and
1: uh... So we both have them at five and seven At this okay. point <laughs> Should go back and mention by the way That the Jets do have a bye In between the game in London And the game that they play against the Patriots The rematch against the Patriots In Foxborough So they'll get a bit of a rest After that game in London And now we get to the final stretch of the season here normally it would be the final four games, but it's five because we've got 17 games now. They take on the Saints at home. I just think the Saints have too much for them. I'm a little higher on Jameis Winston than other people are. I think he's going to do a lot better. Seems to be very well liked in that locker room. Peyton's done a lot of good work with him. He had the eye surgery. I think he's going to make better decisions. And the Saints are just too talented all the way around, so they'll win that one. I think the Jets will lose on the road to Miami. Again, I think they will win a relatively close game at home, but... The edge goes the other way when you're on the road, so the Dolphins will get that. Jaguars, Jets, this will be fascinating. Day after Christmas, you've got Trevor Lawrence going up against Zach Wilson, and I think the Jets are going to win this one at home. I think the two rosters are relatively close, but I think Robert Salo will out-coach Urban Meyer, and being that the Jets are at home, you give them that advantage too. The Buccaneers coming into town On January 2nd, the day after New Year's, what do I really need to say about this? Defending champions, all their best players are still on the roster. I think the only way the Jets have a chance is if Tampa has clinched home field by this point. And given the landscape in the NFC, I'm not so sure that's going to happen. So I think Tampa wins this one pretty handily. And then to close the season, January 9th, the Jets go on the road to take on the Bills. And again, unless the Bills are resting their players, which could be the case, I don't think the Jets have enough firepower here. So I'm going to give them a loss there. So in these last five games, I've got the Jets winning one to finish the season with a total record of 6-11. and 11.
3: Okay, so Saints, I agree, is a loss. James Winston's going to eat a W, one of my like favorite videos ever to go viral on social <laughs> media. Um, and then at the Dolphins, I think the Jets win there. Um, I don't think they're going to lose twice to the Dolphins, but I do think that they'll drop the ball at home. Uh, and then December 26th, um, I do also agree that that's going to be a win. That'll be a really hype game at MetLife day after Christmas. Uh, I'll probably buy tickets for my dad, honestly, and <laughs> go with him. <laughs> and then um, I think it's like really unfair. That the Jets, like what I think are the two hardest games of the season are the last two, whatever momentum is being built at that point, uh, that's going to be kind of a tough way to end. Um, I th- I see a loss of the Bucks and a loss to the Bills at home. Um, there's no there's no uh scenario where I see that really turning out any different. I don't even think even if they wrestle out of their starters, that'll still be a little tough to pull off. So I do have them going two and three in that final stretch though. So that'd be seven and oh gosh, see the math again, seven and ten. Is yep. that
1: right? <laughs> yep, seven and ten. So you have them at seven and ten, I have them at six and eleven. And I will also say, and I say this every year, I'll have what I consider a more accurate prediction after training camp because Chris Nimbley is always very good because he's the very big deal at figuring out just how bad the Jets are in comparison to the rest of the league when he watches them every day in training camp. In fact, last year, you'll recall, he said he'd be surprised if the team won more than three games, and in fact, they did not win more than three games. They won less than three games, so he was pretty much on the money there. I will say, though, Kayla, just taking a look at the schedule, there are a couple of games that if they swing one way or the other, it could really drastically alter the scope of the season because – There are some games on this schedule that are both winnable and losable. So there are some that there's no way that they're going to win unless something crazy happens. Tampa is one example. I can't see them going on the road and beating the Bills unless the Bills are resting their players. I don't see them going to Foxborough and winning that game. But if you look at a couple of other games, the Panthers game, which is one that you have them losing and I have them winning, that's a swing game. The Titans game at home. That's a swing game because we don't know what we're going to see out of the Titans. Even the Patriots, as we said, Geno Smith, Mark Sanchez, both beat the Patriots as rookies. That Patriots roster is not what it's been in recent years. If they catch them at the right time, that's a possible swing game. The Bengals game is a swing game. I identified that as one that I think will be a letdown loss, but still that could go in their column. The Colts, what if Carson Wentz is as bad as he was last year? then all of a sudden that becomes a winnable game. The Dolphins games, they could potentially win one or both of them. I don't think they're going to sweep them, but it's entirely possible. So there are so many games on this schedule, including the Jaguars in that game against Trevor Lawrence at home, that if they go one way or the other, it could really tip the balance. This could be a really lucky year where Robert Sala goes back to the tradition that we've seen with so many Jets first-year coaches like Al Groh, like Todd Bowles, like Eric Mangini, like Rex Ryan, like Bill Parcells, where they have a winning record their first season. Or it could swing the other way and it ends up a 5, a 6, or a 7-win season, depending on how the cookie crumbles. It's a really interesting schedule, and it's really hard to know without seeing what they're doing at training camp just how close these matchups are when you take a look at the roster and how everything's going to fit together so on the surface this could swing wildly but I think we're both in agreement that if we're keeping our expectations reasonable you're looking at somewhere in that five to seven win range and that might be a little bit optimistic that seven win range I think it's probably closer to five to six but it could go in the other direction if they get a couple of lucky breaks.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I think the Jets drew a pretty good schedule strength of opponent wise. I think that we're looking, like you said, a lot of games, that could be very winnable. I think they're playing some of the bottom teams in the league. Um, And I do think though, like, despite how many wins we end up with, whether it's five or six or seven or whatever it may be, I think that Jets fans are going to be watching much closer games, like regardless of what the final score is, we're going to be in these football games and you're going to watch every week and not expect to lose by 30. And that's, that's really the improvement I think that you got to look for in this first year with the new head coach. And I think they've done pretty well in the draft. I think they did pretty well in free agency, given what the appeal was of coming to the jets at that point. Um, And I think that this season's going to be, A huge step up, regardless of what the final record is, we're trying to see progress towards a playoff contending team or a Super Bowl contending team. And I think this is the first step in doing that.
1: Fingers crossed. We'll see once training camp gets going what this team is made of, at least roster-wise, if some of these guys start to outpace expectations and then we can kind of readjust what we think the team's going to do. But for now, I think five to seven wins is probably... In the ballpark when you consider everything. Kayla Pace, the queen bee of playlikeajet.com, the Play Like A Jet YouTube channel, and Play Like A Jet Live. Thank you so much for coming on and talking schedule with me. And by the way, I'm really jealous of you because you just came back from one of my favorite cities in America, San Diego. So tell me a little bit about that trip. I know you didn't make it to the zoo, which is very unfortunate. I always have to go to the zoo whenever I'm in San Diego, but I'm sure you visited the gas lamp quarter and did all that stuff, right?
3: Yeah. So we actually stayed, I took my sister for her college graduation. So we actually stayed at the hard rock in the gas lamp, Mm -hmm. like right next to Petco Park um uh, unfortunately there were no padres games but i do collect foam fingers so i swung by the padres team store bought myself a foam finger um i have like probably 50 of them that's probably a whole conversation for another day (laughs) but yeah i ventured around san diego hit some bars at pacific beach we did coronado island we took like a bike tour it was super fun and had a great time but uh, the jet lag is starting to get to me right now. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> The harbor is beautiful too, but unfortunately it's not going to do anything to take the edge off of the jet lag. The only thing that will do that is getting some sleep. So with that in mind, I'm going to let you get running. But you can catch all the stuff that Kayla is working on for us at Play Like a Jet on our YouTube channel and also on Play Like a Jet Live where she's going to be featured a lot with Luke and Clay every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And she's going to be doing a whole bunch of other stuff, lots of fun things in the works, but we can't announce that yet. So that's what we call a tease in the radio business. (laughs) We'll let you know more details later on, but don't forget to check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see Kayla's videos, Pace's playbook, where she gives her commentaries, also Luke Grant's got some really good film breakdowns there, including Zach Wilson against Utah, and if you haven't given us a five-star review on the podcast yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing, doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out, so if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful, and For the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Judy was
2: boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 18 plus.